Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night. Hope everybody's having a great evening so far. We got some fixes for the Titans wide receiver room, the position group that we have discussed very often, but have yet to see any actual solutions provided. I'm going to take you through what my ideal wide receiver room fix might look like. We'll talk about some players in the draft beyond the first round that I think would be able to help this football team. And because it's a Thursday night, a weekend bounce back will come your way at the end of the show. Before we get started, need you guys to share the show around on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, wherever it is that you are consuming the primetime program this evening. If you're hanging out on Twitter, retweet the show in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. I will do that myself right now, as a matter of fact. If you are on Facebook Live like Jeff Rubel or Jamie Lehu, you can share, share not a public. That's in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. YouTube or Twitch like William Jones or Titans Kyle. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. If you have done both of those things, make sure to tell a friend to do the same and we would appreciate your participation and theirs because we could always use some more friends to talk about the Tennessee Titans with. Once you've done that, we'll go ahead and get this thing off and rolling as more of you will start to trickle in. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, powered by Ford, driven by people. Two Rivers Ford is the place for you. True Mav Fitness in the Gulch, where you get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident, all of their classes available for you for the first time to give a test drive to at TrueMathFitness.com. Superbook Sports, where you wager on all the action. Download the Superbook app today, and they will match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. Nobody has better odds, boosts, and promo bets than Superbook.com. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will get you the intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, Titans Kyle says, I've subscribed. I've liked the show. And I told my wife, she said she didn't give a damn. Well, I uh, I tend to have a, a, a pretty bad relationship with everybody's wives, girlfriends, and significant others. Typically, it's unfortunate because a lot of you guys listen to me while, you know, after dinner, while you're hanging out on the couch. So my uh, every time I see one of y'all at a game and you're with your significant other and the first thing that they say to me is, oh, I hate your voice at nine o'clock at night. I say thank you for bearing with us and we appreciate your time as always. But uh, we are here to talk wide receivers (laughs) because that is a thing that has not been really addressed. Now, Titans did give NWI a one year deal. They have guys like Reggie Robertson still sniffing around the practice squad. They have uh, what I would describe as an unknown commodity in Kyle Phillips and Racy McMath, and not a ton of availability from Traylon Burks thus far. 
So they let Robert Woods go. He signs with the Houston Texans on a two-year deal and, you know, sunk cost with Robert Woods. That was unfortunate uh, for them as far as the uh, as far as the trade was concerned and the resources that they had to give up to get that player. Not like Julio, but still costly when you consider that they only have six picks in this year's draft where the Jags have nine and the Texans have literally double, 12, for them to be able to move, maneuver up and down and address positions of critical need on their roster. So with uh, with everything that you uh, that you look at and you say, okay, well, what the hell, Rand? What are we doing uh, around here with the wide receiver position? Because you've got uh, a wide receiver group where three players are not over the age of 23. In fact, Traylon Burks just turned 23. And then there's NWI, who is a former undrafted rookie wide receiver who's done well to latch on in the league. But we know has an obvious ceiling and a, uh, a very, very low floor where it relates to being a starting wide receiver. So what would the ideal fix be? Let's just deal in hypotheticals. That's what draft season is for. Because I have a solution that I think makes a good bit of sense, but I'm going to run it by you guys and see if I'm not just talking out of my ass here on a Thursday night. Uh, before we uh, do that, I need your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, of course, is how you get that done. What would your fix for the Titans wide receiver room be? How would you address it? Uh, that can be through the draft. That can be with free agency. That can be any combination of the two. That could be a solution that we have not yet posed. It could be a trade like we saw so many teams do with wide receivers that they were unwilling to pay. Cough, cough, Tennessee with A.J. Brown. How would you fix the Titans wide receiver room? It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by the lovely folks. I was just with the lovely folks at Two Rivers Ford for uh, the radio station's client appreciation night. And Two Rivers Ford is a client that we appreciate very, very much. It's also a client that you will appreciate being a customer of because Two Rivers Ford always goes above and beyond to make sure that the car buying process is fast, easy, and fun. They've been in business for 40 years. It's why it's a name you know, a brand you can trust. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So my ideal fix for the wide receiver room looks something like this. I think there are two um, pass catchers that need to be drafted with six, with the six picks that the Titans have. At minimum, two pass catchers. They can be two wide receivers. They can be a wide receiver and a tight end. They can be a wide receiver and a uh, third down uh, back that may as well play as a slot receiver uh, because there are players in this draft at that position that have that particular skill set who I think you could go an entire game playing with them out of the slot and you would be able to succeed with. That's basically my bar for a running back that they would add after Derrick Henry with Hassan Haskins already on the roster. But a wide receiver has to be one of them. I don't care if it's in the first round. Don't care if it's in the second round. Care a little more if it's in the third round. But um, as long as they don't screw around the way that John did with the Des Fitzpatrick pick, I'm largely good with any number of functional wide receivers. And we'll talk about guys beyond the first round when we get to the second segment of this show. But another possibility that very, very much intrigues me is the idea of veteran wide receivers and who may or may not be available. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a player that has been discussed at great length this offseason. The Arizona Cardinals are clearly trying to get out from under his contract. 
Uh, as he turns 31, I believe, is what his playing age will be in the 2023 season. And obviously looking to get some capital back for it because they don't want a sunk cost. They want the Julio Jones deal or something close because they have a, a depreciating asset that still has a better chef, shelf life than Julio did at the time. And Monty Austin Ford is the new GM. They think they can get something done for him. But if they can't, and they need to get out from under this contract in some form or fashion, then the idea has been posed of releasing DeAndre Hopkins. That question was put in front of NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week. I'm going to let you see that clip right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Get the intel edge you need to succeed. You're about to get some intel from Rap Sheet when it comes to real estate intel. Nobody does it better than Gary Ashton and his team. They got me my dream address without the stress coming up on four years ago. There is not a more important and better appreciating investment in my life right now than my home because of that Intel edge that the Ashton team got for me and so many other hundreds of thousands, millions even of their customers that make them the number one REMAX team in the entire world. Go to GaryAshton.com for that Intel edge. This was Rap Sheet on the Pat McAfee Show when asked about DeAndre Hopkins' status. So obviously, OBJ, we don't know what's going on there. He had the meetings at the uh, league meetings. Meetings at the league meetings. Yep. Mm-hmm. Separate. After from he dapped up uh, Stefanski, and then he, you said, hey, what up, O? Oh. And oh. dapped him up. And then Salah, Joe Douglas. We heard the story. We're not going back through it. Odell Beckham Jr. has not been signed. Allegedly, he wants $15 million a year. You can give – we don't know if that's true. We've heard of multiple numbers. It was 20. Now it's 15. He's come out and said, what? I'm just not taking three or something like that. So we don't know right. his actual number. And then it's also being alleged that D-Hop – is going to be released from the Cardinals, potentially. I think that was reported either today or yesterday, and I might have been wrong when I read it. I no, might have got duped. No, it was, it was ML football, though, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Per, so I, per Albert Breer. Per Albert Breer. Okay, so I, I read it on the Internet. I might have got duped. It might be completely wrong. But would D-Hop and OBJ potentially be in the like the same spots? There would only be a few. How many teams are really looking into the veteran wide receiver market, and are they both coming to the Colts? That's sweet. Um, I would be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins was released. I've been surprised before. Okay. So, but based on what I know, I would be surprised yeah. if he's. He knows the. He's, yeah, yeah, he's tied in there yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we know that. Hey, it won't be released. Saying it would be rarely do very good players, and his salary is. It's not. It seems fine. Like seventeen. Still very yeah, good it's not player. terrible. But uh, didn't we hear? No, I don't remember. And I, you know, we'll hear tomorrow. Ha- yeah. If a yeah. Tra- look, he still could be traded. We'll see what happens. He still could be traded. Um, if he was traded, his salary would be adjusted. There it is. You know, maybe even potentially if he's back, it could get adjusted. We'll see. Um, But I think that situation is still sorting itself out. So, Rapsheet thinks it's unlikely that Hopkins gets released. And a part of my ideal fix for this wide receiver room would involve the release of DeAndre Hopkins. I think he makes sense for two teams in particular. Here in Tennessee and in Baltimore, where, of course, the wide receivers uh, position is lacking as well. It seems that those two teams consistently, um, whether you want to look at it them look at it as them undervaluing the wide receiver position, whether they've just not been paying guys across the across the um, history of their franchises, whether that's the Titans, Anquan Bolden, I think got a decent sized deal from Baltimore before wide receiver money went like batshit crazy. 
Uh, I don't remember the terms of that, but like they've never really been married to the idea of keeping that talent. Jacoby Jones, Torrey Smith, who went on to win a Super Bowl with the, I mean, he's a two-time Super Bowl winner, one with the Eagles and with the Ravens, uh, first in Baltimore. But it is pretty interesting to uh, to consider why it is consistently those teams talked about as undervaluing the wide receiver spots. Now, I think that Hopkins would make a lot of sense here. I think that if he was released, you could do a cap-friendly deal to get you through 2023 and then have to eat a pretty sizable chunk of change in future seasons. Because I imagine that if he was to be released, the next team that he would go to, he would require a multi-year deal for that level of security and guaranteed cash. There is also the idea of trying to recruit him here because it is not an easy sell for any wide receiver in free agency to say, hey, you know what? where it makes a lot of sense for you to potentially end your career in? Tennessee, bud, where you may get 35, uh, where you may catch 35 passes in a season. I think NWI had 25 last year, understanding that there was a lot of different issues, injuries first and foremost, that caused so many different players to miss time. Although I will say NWI was available for all 17 games and did total 25 receptions as basically their wide receiver too. So uh, with Hopkins, my ideal solution would require him to be released. Rap sheet is skeptical. I still think there's a chance. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense, like I said, but I would also require them to draft a rookie wide receiver, whether that's a first-round pick, a second-round pick, or somewhere um, in the basically anywhere above a five. I need a legitimate player uh, for this team to draft. Kyle Phillips might be. He was a fifth-round pick last year. I have yet to see that man contribute, so I'm going to continue uh, to consider him a non-factor moving forward, but they need something functional to pair with Traylon Burks. And I don't think that one rookie is enough right now, even as we understand that they are likely going to acquire two pass catchers in some form or fashion, whether that be tight end wide receiver or third down back. So let's talk about draft fixes potentially beyond the first round. We know the first round wide receivers, or at least we think we know the wide first round wide receivers, whether that's Quentin Johnson at a TCU Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I know Titans fans uh, have, uh, it's become the latest obsession. So I think that uh, I think that looking at wide receivers beyond the first round makes a lot of sense for this team that may have to explore value plays at that position. The question that I want to ask you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch: Which day two wide receiver would be an ideal Titans fit? We will discuss at length together. You let me know. Uh, who you think makes sense. I assume, as we are now officially, what are we, we're 21 days away from the draft, I think, at this point. 21 days away from the draft is kind of crazy because um, it means that football season is right around the damn corner. But uh, as you look at the different wide receivers in this draft class, you understand that it's not the most talented draft class in the world, but there are still plenty of players that make sense here. Which day two uh, player would you find as the best fit for the Titans, we will discuss right after I tell you that the primetime show is presented by Superbook Sports. Baseball season in full effect, and there is no better place for you to wager on the action than the Superbook Sports app. Uh, the push for the postseason is on in hockey, hoops as well. You have so many great opportunities to wager on your favorite, your favorite major sports with your favorite sports book, that's Superbook Sports. You can make it all count this spring with the best wagering app around. they got a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter 
in Las Vegas, and you can even get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. So don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, as you look at the wide receivers beyond the obvious first-rounders, and there are some that aren't obvious, right? I don't know if Jalen Hyatt's going to go first-round or not. Seems likely that he will be because somebody's going to take a first-round wide receiver. I don't know if it's going to be Quentin Johnson off the board. I don't know if it's going to be Hyatt, Jordan Addison, uh, who was you know the season before Hyatt, the best wide receiver in college football, uh, coming out of USC as a transfer. You have guys who are on the fringes who you think have the skill sets to go as a first round and, and what's regarded at the top level as a weaker, not as talented a wide receiver class. So may not be worth the premium capital given the other positions that you will be able to find good players. Offensive line is one. Uh, edge rushers, there are going to be a variety of different options. I think the tight end class, I think it's entirely possible we see three of those dudes go in the first round. And first round tight, tight ends haven't necessarily... I mean, I can't think of a first-round tight end that's really panned out in a meaningful way. I know Kyle Pitts was a was the fourth overall pick by Atlanta a couple of years ago, and they haven't figured out the quarterback situation yet, which is unfortunate for him because he seems like he could be a really, really versatile weapon for Arthur Smith if they could just get the accuracy situation down. Either way, uh, looking around and considering a couple of these wide receivers, Cody Farrell says Addison is too small. You know, that is a big question about the Titans wide receiver philosophy, let's call it now, because we know forever they've had a type. Their type is big. Their type is contested catch. Their type is, can you run block? Are you a willing run blocker? And will you do that in order to earn your targets and your receiving opportunities? That is basically how they've uh, how they've gone about. And, you know, every year they'll have one slot receiver, one tiny little slot receiver, and a backup for the slot receiver that's typically been Mason Kinsey, whether that's Adam Humphreys or Kyle Phillips. They've tried to fit a player or a piece into that spot and haven't had success just yet. They got some good snaps out of Khalif Raymond a couple of years ago, but that was a, a bit of a one-hit wonder type of situation in 19. And um, Khalif's gone on to have a good, an, an undrafted player himself. He's going to have a good NFL career at this stage. I don't know if he's still in the league. I know recently with Detroit, but um, you know they haven't been able to get to maximize the production out of the slot. Um, and they've got a couple of, they've had a couple of options to be able to do so. Now Corey Davis and AJ Brown both played snaps out of the slot. In fact, AJ was a big slot in college, basically what JSN was at Ohio State. Primarily a slot option, though you know that they have the traits to be an outside wide receiver. Um, I consistently come back to two players. One I have a video of and one I do, well, one I actually, I have videos of both of them. I just didn't think to send it to Sam uh, beforehand. But Cedric Tillman is the prototypical Titans type under a previous draft administration. I would think, though, that as long as Mike Vrabel still the head coach, Guys like Cedric Tillman, contested catch that do have good play strength and play speed and can operate in a pro-style system, um, taking advantage of what, of what opportunities were available to him in the Tennessee Volunteers offense. Cedric Tillman, if he's there on day two, maybe day one. We'll see. 
it just makes too much damn sense. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, season kind of got cut short last year, so I think this is a great time for me to kind of show what I can do. How big was it for you to? One more time. Who do you, who do you play like? Who do you model your game after? Uh, you know, I feel like I play like myself, but you know, I do watch a lot of film on guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, some of those guys, guys that can uh, go up and get it. So I would say them. So that's Cedric Tillman. Um, I think Cedric Tillman makes a lot of sense. It looks like he's trending towards day two right now. Uh, his testing was fine. Testing wasn't crazy off the charts. I thought his pro day was fine, not crazy off the charts. But he's certainly a valuable asset for a team like Tennessee. He does all the things that you need. Um, he he would, I think, be a nice complement to what Traylon Burks offers. He's not that team speed type of player and we know that Mike Vrabel emphasized needing to get faster in this offseason. But again, I do think that play strength and play speed is something that Mike emphasizes. So he may be willing to sacrifice a little of the straight line speed if he feels that within the con within the context of the play that the player is maximizing. That's like AJ. AJ was not AJ and Corey Davis. They were not burners, but they did provide that element of play speed that you know is required within this Titans offense because you know they're going to value yards after the catch, yards after contact uh, in a way that they have struggled to replicate. The other, uh, I'm going to try and upload this video in real time since I did not uh, since I did not ask Sam to do it, but I think that I'm going to be able to pull this off. I don't know. My technical skills have been lacking in the last couple of years. and Hopefully this doesn't start to autoplay. But the other one is Jonathan Mingo. Out of all Miss. Uh, now, you'll forgive the lack of production because, like I said, this we're doing this on the fly. But Jonathan Mingo out of the uh, out of Ole Miss, uh, speaking of former Ole Miss wide receivers, he's built like A.J. I think he's got poor man A.J. potential. And I think within the context of what the Titans at least used to look for in a wide receiver under a previous draft administration, while a lot of those people, by the way, are still working under Rand Carthon, I think Jonathan Mingo makes a ton of sense. I feel like, you know, with certain offenses, you can show you a whole route tree based off your schemes and time based off how fast you're going. So, trying to go ahead and show him the whole route tree and show him like a 50 real good. What's your favorite route? I like running the post. Any particular reason? Sure, I just like going to the corners, you know what I'm saying? I'm running to the corners, just trying to outrace him, just show him like I'm a deep ball threat. Who's the best corner you face this year? I'd probably say best deep ball face with Brian Branch. What did you like about the matchup? Uh, he was a physical, uh, physical nickel. You know, he can Definitely. read. He's good. Just talking about these guys, blocks. He's good. He's good. Smart. He knows where the ball is going most of the time. Ole Miss obviously has a lot of receivers that are in the league right now. Do you keep in touch with those guys? Have you talked to them about the process so far? I talked to them whenever I get a chance to. Making What's been kind of the encouraged words of encouragement that they've been able to give you? I'll make it more than what it is. You know, I said, just go out there and do what you've been doing your whole life. Have you met with the Titans? Yeah, man, I'm supposed to, I think I'm supposed to go out there for a visit uh, next week. So formal? Yeah. Not, not formal, like a team yeah. visit next week. I feel like uh, a... So that's Jonathan Mingo. Uh, not not a uh, not a great quote, which doesn't excite me. But, you know, I've been dealing with Danigo Autry for a couple of years. Ben Jones used to do that shit to me, and now Benny's doing a full hour of radio with me. So, you know, we can work on it, I guess. <laughs> Although I got to start... I, I was talking to... Uh, uh, my radio show producer, uh, Lucas and Robert, the other day, I was saying I have to get, I have to 
prioritize getting back in the locker room this year because all my dudes are gone. And now I have to start meeting. I have to start dealing with all these damn kids now, which is going to frustrate me because it's been a while since I've had to uh, speed date in the locker room. But, you know, it's a uh, good practice to get back into the habit of. Anyway, I like Mingo a lot. I like Tillman a lot. I think that you could do a lot worse than either of those players. And those are likely dudes that you can get on day two. There's a variety of different options. Wide receivers of all shapes, sizes, speeds and skill set, but I think for what I know the Titans to have typically drafted, even as I understand they have a new general manager, I'm operating that they're looking for the the same general principles as we've seen them gravitate towards in years past. Um, so I think it'll be a fascinating wide receiver draft. There's going to be some unexpected things. Uh, Patrick Bird says, I don't, do I like R- Rishi Rice? Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't watched enough of him. I paid attention to him because he was at the Senior Bowl. That's not somebody I've studied a great deal, uh, so I don't want to give uninformed analysis on him. We haven't done wide receivers yet with Cosell. Uh, I've kind of been spacing it out position by position since we've got so many weeks between Combine and the draft to talk about these guys. So I'm going to prioritize more outside of the first round when Greg and I do wide receivers, but be honest with you, uh, he is not one that I have had occasion to study uh, as closely as I have. Obviously, with Cedric Tillman, I spent a lot of time on the SEC prospects. Is basically what it is because SEC is already what I'm, what I've got on my, uh, what I've got tape of handy because it's such a pain in the ass. Not to give you guys excuses, but it's such a pain in the ass to track down film of college players this time of year. It's not like uh, for for reference, we have NFL Game Pass or whatever it's called now, NFL Plus. It has every game in the NFL. It's just right there at my fingertips. But now i got to track down shit from colleges and try and get shit from coaching staffs uh, this time of year, which makes the uh, tape study uh, a bit more of a pain than I would like it for it to be. Either way. Uh, Tank Dell, though, somebody who I enjoy. Tank Dell was nasty at Senior Bowl. Um, size, concern, I get it. Um, but if dudes can play, dudes can play. Like, I, I can't remember the name of the running back, or rather the name of the corner that they didn't. Jim Nagy said they didn't invite to the Senior Bowl just because he was 5'7". He ended up at the Shrine Bowl balling out, and I can't for the life of me remember his name. But, like, I heard Jim say that. I'm like, who cares if he's 5'7"? I know teams don't really draft corners like that. You're looking for longer, um, you know, contested catch defense guys, right, with the wingspan. Like a guy like Joey Porter Jr. coming out of Penn State where his cat, his, not, I don't want to call it catch radius, but his defense radius is basically a two-car garage because he's got the, a wingspan of a adult crane or something ridiculous. Um, you know, 5'7 corner, not ideal when you're going up against these pterodactyl wide receivers. But like I said, if dudes can play, uh, it's, it's the Roger McCreary principle. I don't care about his short little T-Rex arms, even though he doesn't really have the short little T-Rex arms. It's just funny to think about him with short little T-Rex arms. Anyway. All right, we can bounce back and let's put a bow on this bad boy for the week. Who needs to bounce back most in sports? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Math Fitness. They will make, they not only make the primetime show possible, they make your fitness journey possible. If you want to get the best version of you with a new way to work out, I love their group classes. If that's not your bag, personal training is great. I've done that as well. Their coaching staff is thorough and effective in diagnosing what you need and a plan that makes sense for you and keeps you healthy in the meantime. You can go to a lot of different gyms that will overextend you, that may put you outside your comfort zone. 
True Math Fitness is going to push you, but in a safe way that is handled carefully, that is handled in a manner that is effective, efficient. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. So your body is going to continue to adjust as you elevate your fitness goals and your fitness levels. True Math Fitness is there to help you achieve, and they'll even offer you your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. Okay, who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Uh, I've already used Dr. Jill Biden, First Lady of the United States of America, for saying that the um, both the LSU Tigers, uh, who won the Women's National Championship, and the Iowa Hawkeyes, who lost the Women's National Championship, should attend the White House. I thought that was the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. It's the most politician shit I've ever heard as well. Like You almost can't fault her for trying to you know do a little ex- extra legwork and uh, Iowa for her hubby, but <laughs> it's a tough look uh, with the uh, literally the definition of participation trophy because Iowa's a swing state, and that's how politicians are thinking. Uh, Roy Shampo says the Tennessee State GOP. <laughs> we were talking about this uh, the other day, uh, or rather today, earlier this afternoon, because like I live downtown. I drive by the state capitol. I'm talking about who the Titans are going to pick in the first round, and I'm driving past the state capitol building where there's all kinds of uh, commotion, for lack of a better term, going on in the uh, the city of Nashville, the state of Tennessee, and the state legislature has become a national news item with the way that elected officials are being tossed out of their uh, elected positions and leaving certain parts of the state without representation for a period of time, which, you know, to me seems nonsensical, but what do I know? Uh, it's not, it's just the whole, it's not even just the GOP, it's just the whole Body politic in the state of Tennessee is a bit wonky for me, uh, but you know it is what it is. Um, I think that uh, I think that there's a variety of different things in sports that need to bounce back. I have not bounced back Donald Trump. <laughs> there's a lot going on in the news this week, guys. Uh, I I be honest, I was, and it's not even like I would have hoped for this, regardless of who the president was. But I was a little disappointed we didn't get a mugshot. Like I guess you don't need a mugshot of Donald Trump because he's one of the most famous people on the planet Earth and. So, like, you know what he looks like? He's not going anywhere. But whether it would have been Obama, GW, uh, <laughs> Uncle Donnie, or Joe Biden, I would have taken a mugshot of any city or sitting or former U.S. president. I just think that would be uh, comedic to me. Yeah, a lot going on in the news outside of sports. Uh, <laughs> Goku says, Willis takes us to the AFC championship game. Goku, you are in desperate need of a bounce back, my friend. Did you not watch that man play football last year? Holy hell. Uh, no, thank you. I would like for him to be able to look competent in a preseason game before I would assume championship game aspirations. But who does need to bounce back in sports this week? I will tell you, sports marriage proposals are largely trash. Apologies if you are somebody who got engaged at a sporting event. I think that you can do better. I think that you deserve better. I think your partner deserves better, too, from you if you are somebody who proposed at a sporting event. But if you're going to do it, Do so with comedy, as this one Dodgers fan did earlier this week. There's so much about that video that I love. Not just that they start playing stop, 
drop, shut him down, open up shop as soon as the tackle is made on the field in the middle of this man's marriage proposal. The idea that the guy with the camera in that spot is all about the marriage proposal. He's fired up. He sees the security guard coming from off camera, though. And right before my man with the ring gets clothesline, you hear guy with the camera say, oh, hit him, and he just gets cleaned, like de-cleated under certain circumstances. If ESPN was still doing the jacked up segment, you know this Dodgers fan would be featured heavily. Just hear, oh, get him, hit him, boom. <laughs> That's delightful. Don't do marriage proposals. If you do a marriage proposal at a sporting event, that should happen to you. I, should, I just want security guards randomly to fly out of the stands, just knock the living shit out of somebody who proposes at a sporting event. We don't care. Most people in the audience don't care. Do it in a more personal moment, unless, unless you are somebody who these things mean that much to you, and then you're beyond my help. I'm sorry can't do anything for you at that point. May uh, you know, I award you no points and my God have mercy on yourself. That's going to do it for us on the primetime show. That's going to do it for us on this primetime week. Thank you guys as always for spending your Sunday through Thursday evenings with us. Uh, no show on Sunday. I'm Catholic. It's Easter. Uh, I'm making a day trip to Evansville, Indiana. So my soul and my skin don't light on fire and that I can at least be redeemed by my family unit, if not by a higher power. So we will see uh, you guys Monday night on the primetime show. Radio show will be out at Greystone Golf Club. Uh, all four shows going to be a lot of fun uh, for those of you who are teeing up with us. And uh, yeah, so next time I'll talk to you is Monday at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. Have a great weekend, all of you guys. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit and i was in miami with my new beach house well it was a couple minutes from the beach it's been 20 years since then we haven't been too strong in the last few years oh we've been strong we're just playing by the rules you can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show